Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, one of the processes that you are really clear that people do in Strategic Coach, you call thinking about your thinking. Mm -hmm. And for entrepreneurs, this is something that they almost never do in their daily life, and it's an opportunity that the program, the workshops provide. What is thinking about your thinking, though, and, and why is it so important? Well, first of all, I'm approaching 74, so I've been on the planet a while, and <laughs> plan to be here as those who know my lifetime extender goal of 156, I plan to be here a lot more. But I had a very unusual childhood in the sense that I'm the fifth child in a really big family of seven. So I'm the fifth child in a family of seven. And both my parents, by the way, were fifth children, fifth of seven and fifth of nine. The birth order in my family is such that my next oldest sibling was starting first grade when I was born. And I was seven years older than two more. So I've got this big age gap where on a farm that I grew up in northern Ohio, I spent the first six years of my life without any playmates. So first of all, if I was dealing with human beings, I was dealing with adults. <laughs> and I developed the ability to talk to adults very early in my life by learning how to ask questions about older people's, my parents and people that we would meet in day-to-day -day life. But I wasn't talking to children. But I also spent a great deal of time alone, and I really loved walking through the fields on our farm and the woods that we had at the back. And it was very, very early, you know, and I think, you know, I could have been about six years old, that all of a sudden one day I began to realize that I could actually look at how I was thinking. It was almost like entertainment that I would be walking and I would just be observing almost like a movie that I was watching what my brain was doing First of all, it was just enormously enjoyable, and I wanted to get out every day to be by myself so I could watch what my brain was doing and that I could change my brain. I could change how I was thinking about things. And I think because I was reacting and responding to adults who had experiences way beyond childhood experiences, I felt I needed this skill because I was being constantly introduced to things that I didn't know existed in the world. And my mother got me onto reading very early. She said reading was the most important skill I could learn when I went to school. And I began to notice that there was a real difference in thinking among adults. And then when I got to school, I saw it was especially true about children. And that is that a lot of people just think about the things in their life. You know, they're surrounded by material objects, and our entire environment is a physical environment, a material environment, and they would think about things. And then a jump up from thinking about things, they would think about other people. So their thinking every day was the things in their life and the people in their life. And then when we got to school and we started reading books, I noticed that there was thinking about thoughts, but they weren't your thoughts. They were more or less the thoughts of other people. And, you know, a lot of expertise in the school setting, in the academic setting, is really mastery of other people's thoughts, you know, to be a famous author or a famous philosopher. But it's all received thoughts that you've received as a part of learning. But what's missing there is that nobody, when they're thinking about 
things and thinking about people and thinking about thoughts are actually thinking about their own thinking, okay? And it seemed like this magic secret world that I had, and it gave me a sense of independence. When people would say something to me, I would immediately freck, well, that's a really interesting way to think about things. Isn't that interesting how they're thinking about things? And that could bring up questions where you could ask the person, well, what if you thought about it this way? So looking back now, I began to see that the skills I now use in strategic coach as a coach really started early. You know, I really started this process of, well, that's Wow, what if you looked at it this way? I mean, what if you did it? And then I noticed that people really enjoyed talking to me, or they didn't at all because they didn't want want, uh, how they were thinking to be actually revealed, you know? (laughs) So entrepreneurs, let's just bring it up to date with the Strategic Coach Program and why I think we've been so tremendously successful right from the beginning, that Our coaching, we're not telling people how to do things. We're actually introducing thinking processes. I'll think of one because I just introduced it to a brand new workshop, and that is the Lifetime Extender. And I said, okay, so what I'd like you to do is just put down the date when you, the number that represents the age at which you're going to die. I find the vast majority of people, they have a number, first of all, and they write down the number, but they haven't really done any thinking about this number before I brought it up as a question. And then I ask them all sorts of questions. Well, the year before you think you're going to die, how are you going to be physically, mentally, financially, relationship, your self-assessment? This is all new thinking. And all of a sudden, you can see they're sitting there and they're doing all sorts of things that they've never thought about. And I said, well, you know, you're telling a good story about the year before you're going to die. You're going to be physically healthy, mentally sharp, financially independent. You're going to have great relationships. And you think the life you've lived up until that point is wonderful. What do you think the chances are you would die the next year? And then they go, well, oh my, well, I went. But well, how long beyond that would you live? Well, 10 Maybe 15 years? Well, you've named two numbers, 10 years, 15 years. Which would it be? 10 years, 15 years. And I'm just feeding off the information that's coming out of their brain, but they're thinking about their thinking. It follows through. Everything we do in Strategic Coach is just a doorway, which when they go through the doorway, they're in a room where they can think about their thinking in a way that they've never thought about before. And the power of the coach is that I don't know what they're thinking, nor is there any need for me to know what they're thinking. What's important is that suddenly they realize that in thinking about their thinking, they're identifying all sorts of better ways to think about things and better things to think about and better things to focus their energies on. And then they get a chance to talk to the other entrepreneurs in the room about what they're thinking, you know, about their thinking. So this is a phenomenal power, and from my standpoint, we're not imposing any new knowledge on them. We're simply letting them get a 10 times return on their experience, get a 10 times return on their creativity, simply because we've given them access to a tool that allows them to think about their thinking. That is such a great description of Strategic Coach, and I immediately want all of our coaches and all of our clients to listen to this because it's it's so true. And it strikes me that two things. One is that you create incredible awareness 
within a person of what they've been thinking about and who they've been thinking about and their thoughts. And once you create that space, that distance, they now have a choice. They mm-hmm. can say, okay, is that really working for me? Oh, I didn't realize I was thinking about that. Oh, I didn't know my date I thought I was going to die was 88 and now I can make it 105 or what have you. So awareness is a part of it. But then the other part of it is intentionality. In the process with so many of our thinking tools is that people get to choose what they want and then start to make that happen. Is that also how you see the process of thinking about your thinking? Yeah, it's the ultimate approach on our part that each individual is totally unique and what they think about and how they think about things. And we want to build their growth in Strategic Coach around the expansion of their uniqueness. And we don't have to tell them how to do that. All we have to do is introduce them to their thinking. They will make very good choices, the best possible choices, out of their own consciousness, the recognition of how they're actually thinking about things. And they have vast, vast experience inside their own thinking that I think our tools are actually giving them access to in in a way that they've never had before. People will do thinking about their thinking, but it's usually in response to an extreme negative. Mm. They have a failure in their personal life. There's emergencies and deaths and sickness and everything else. And all of a sudden, they have to come to grips with how they're approaching it, or they're experiencing extreme frustration Because the way they're thinking about things, they keep colliding with obstacles and they feel sort of extremely restricted. And under those extreme circumstances, I notice that people will think Mm. about their thinking, but it's forced upon them by outside circumstances. In Strategic Coach, you voluntarily do this. (laughs) You choose this as a way of operating going forward in your life, and you can't make someone choose. I mean... I'll give you an idea of the DOS question that we have, where you say, if we were having this discussion, you just meet someone for the first time, and I'll say to you, Shannon, you know, if we were having this discussion, and it was three years from now, and you name the date in the future, and you were looking back from that point in the future back to today, what has to happen in your life, both personally and professionally, for you to feel happy with your progress? Well, here's the thing. I know nothing about what the person is thinking about as I'm asking this question, nor do I need to. All I'm asking the person is to respond to a future date, make some judgment calls about how they measure happiness with their progress. And I always say you're going to get an incredible expansion of a conversation on the part of the other person and very excited about it, or the person's just going to cut you off because they don't want to go where you're asking them to go. And for me, that's, we're either going to go forward in a conversation or we're probably never going to see each other again, Mm -hmm. you know, because I have to know that this person is willing to think about their thinking. And a lot of people, you know, maybe they don't trust me or it's the wrong circumstances or they are not comfortable with what's going to come out of the conversation. But, you know, they just say, well, sorry, I'm not going to involve myself in this conversation. Well, then (laughs) we don't have a future together. All the futures I have is with people who are just almost ecstatic about the notion that they can think about their thinking. 
Right. As familiar as I am with the DOS conversation, which starts, as you've talked about, with the R factor question. And if anyone wants to kind of explore this question more, because it is absolutely brilliant for establishing relationships, check out your book, Dan, The Dan Sullivan Question, or our knowledge product called The DOS Conversation. And DOS, by the way, stands for Dangers, Opportunities, and Stories. Yeah, and one of the further questions I ask them is, uh, what dangers do you have in your life right now that have to be eliminated? By the time we get to three years down the road, what opportunities do you want to maximize and take advantage of over the next three years? And what strengths do you have now which can be expanded over the next three years? Again, I don't know the answers to these. I'm simply giving them a means by which they can think about their thinking. Right. It's completely true what you've said. But I never actually realized the DOS conversation is an opportunity for people to think about their thinking. And if they're not willing to do that, then they're not. No, no. We're not gonna well, then, you know, there's no game today. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no game in the future, you know. Right. As an entrepreneur, I have have a limited amount of time in terms of what I can spend my time doing and who I can spend my time with. And my preference at this stage is people who love thinking about their thinking. Invariably, what I've noticed is that when people think about their thinking, they automatically gravitate towards a much bigger future. Mm-hmm. And that's what our program is about. Well, and it's fascinating to me that the one-day workshop every quarter is a chance for people to get out of the day-to-day and to put themselves into our multitude of thinking processes Mm -hmm. and thinking. They really are thinking tools. They're as far away from a form as you can possibly get, which I love. But talk about why that's so important for an entrepreneur to do on a regular basis, because day-to-day life does not lend itself to this. Well, I'm going to use an analogy here, as I think that The strategic coach is like an oasis, but once entrepreneurs leave the oasis, then they're back into the jungle. You know, they're back into the jungle, (laughs) and there's man-eaters out there. There's woman-eaters out there. They have to be totally involved with the things, the people, and the thoughts that are out there in the jungle, and they can lose their way. You know, they can get off track, they can get bogged down, they can get frustrated, and they can get overwhelmed by all the input they have, but then they come back, and we have veteran strategic coach clients and said, the moment I get on the plane to come to coach, all of a sudden things start getting simple again because I know tomorrow... I'm going to be able to get total clarity and total simplicity about my thinking again for eight hours in a community where everybody is thinking about their thinking and they're totally supportive of the thinking that I'm doing. So I think that's it. But, you know, there's a carryover where the experience they have in the workshop gradually starts to move outward and they start rearranging their life so that in their professional life and in their personal life, More and more, they're surrounded by other people who think about their thinking. So the quality that they experience in the one day at Strategic Coach starts to fill in the 90 days between Strategic Coach workshops. And that's our goal. You know, it's kind of like, you know, a gas station. You can go hundreds of miles without going into a gas station, but at a certain point, you're going to run out of gas. And so the 90 days is a journey from here to there, and they're going to accomplish big things. They're going to make improvements. 
they're going to achieve bigger results, but they're going to run out of gas. And so every 90 days, there's a service station where you can come back and everything gets tuned up and you get filled up with fuel again. Yep, refueling is really important. So, Dan, what are some things or questions maybe that people could ask themselves that get them started on this thinking about your thinking process? I mean, you've talked about the R-factor question, the three-year question. What are some other ways or quick ways that well, people Well, you know, there's this? two areas, and we, you know, right in the early part of the program, we introduced this, is do an inventory of all your activities and tell yourself the ones that are irritating you know, emotionally irritating to you. And that's one column. And then you have a second column, activities that you do that are just okay. They're not irritating, but they don't give you any juice. And then the third activity are activities that regardless if you can do these activities. So for me, it's coaching, creating new ideas for the workshop and doing what we're doing here where we're creating knowledge products that can be sent out to hundreds and thousands of individuals. That's fascinating and motivating for me. And over the last 40 years, I've eliminated all irritating and all okay. It's not that those activities are no longer being done. They're just being done by people who find those activities fascinating and motivating. But it takes an enormous amount of thinking about thinking to make those distinctions. The other one is just identify the three client or customer relationships that have been the best ever and identify the three that have been the worst ever. Separate three relationships here with three relationships over here and tell me the qualities of the great relationships and what the mindsets are of the people who you find are always a joy to work with, always enormously rewarding for you. And then take that distinction, go back and look at all your present clients and customers and say, based on your new set of standards for your best clients and customers, who do you have to eliminate from your client base? And invariably, people say, oh, God, but he's writing such a big check. And I said, yeah, but it's costing you more than you're receiving to do it because you think about it all the time. And the moment that people replace a big check client or customer that they've been putting up with and it's really a negative experience, they get freed up. And within a matter of a month or so, they replace them with an even bigger check with someone who has their standards. Well, that came about because they were thinking about their thinking in a way. They were thinking checks before, but checks is just a thing. It's about things and people and about thoughts, but when you really say, who do I really love working with, that's thinking about your thinking. So it's a fourth level of thinking above thinking about things and people and thoughts. I love this, Dan. I wasn't expecting it to be such an incredible and accurate description of the program, but that's exactly what it is. Turns out you've been doing strategic coach since you were six. <laughs> love that. Got the business model a little bit later, but, but it all came together. So thank you. And, and I also really appreciate sharing so many of our exercises, and this is you know four of our key ones, because I think people can really get a taste and a flavor immediately and start taking advantage of, of yeah. their own thinking right away. Yeah, and that's really, I think we're the unique program on the planet for anybody who's whole focus is just to constantly create new entryways by which they can get into their own thinking. And once they're there, 
they'll be at their most intelligent and their most creative and their most strategic and they'll be at their most energized and we don't have to know what it is that they're thinking about we just have to set up the conditions and set up the environment in which thinking about thinking is really something that's a pleasure for them and for everybody else who's in the workshop with them fantastic thank you so much dan this is very insightful